0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from Beginning to End. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 87, chapter 10, part 4, pages 186 through 188. On the Blessed Virgin Mary's courage and perseverance in sorrow. The Blessed Virgin Mary endured with courage, perseverance, and patience all the above-mentioned sorrows, the depth of which we cannot even imagine. She accepted torments and sorrows with love, for she knew that they come from God and express the will of the Almighty. She praised and glorified God amid sufferings, for she knew that they should be received as graces. St. Ignatius, a bishop and martyr, testifies to that. The Blessed Virgin Mary rejoiced in the sorrows and persecutions that she endured on earth. That's from his epistle. Number one. Although the torments were immense, she desired to suffer even more, therefore surpassing the courage of all the martyrs. God always values a desire to suffer, and this desire and love were greater in the Blessed Virgin Mary than in the martyrs. St. Idelphonse writes about her desire to suffer. When she saw the Lord hanging on the cross, she became more than a martyr, for her soul was pierced with a sword of sorrow, no less than a sword of love. She was ready to undertake any agony if such was destined for her. Permeated with an immense love, she became the most fervent confessor of the Savior, and joined her sufferings with his. That's from his Sermon 2 on the Assumption. In this world there is no mother, not even a Holy One, who would not be pushed beyond limits of endurance and sorrow upon seeing the overwhelming suffering and humiliation of her son. Yet the Mother of God, who was immersed in the infinite sorrow flooding her heart, did not utter a single unnecessary word, aside from words full of dignity and divine wisdom. She did not raise her voice, did not curse, her mind was clear. She did not faint, did not tear her clothes, but remained standing by the cross like a great pillar and restrained all emotional outbursts, remaining in agreement with the will of God. St. John writes about the Virgin Mary's perseverance in suffering but standing by the cross of Jesus where his mother, that's from John nineteen twenty-five, standing there pondering the incomprehensible goodness of God who offered his own son to die in order to save people from the slavery of sin. She meditated upon his most extraordinary justice, by which he sentenced his most innocent son to such torment to cleanse the executioners. She stood there heedless to the cruelty and abuses of the Pharisees and the crowd, thus giving to all an example of patience and endurance with which we should bear even the worst torments and difficulties. St. Ambrose thus described it. The mother stood by the cross when all men fled. She stood without fear, her holy eyes looking upon the wounds of her son, knowing that it is through him that... That the work of the salvation of all will be accomplished. She stood looking at the only begotten Son of God as if she was not afraid of the executioners. The Son hung upon the cross and his mother was exposed to the anger of his executioners. We have described the Virgin Mary's sorrows during the Passion and Crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Now we will talk about some of the torments endured by Mary for the rest of her life on earth. As Christ ascended to heaven and the proclamation of the gospel to all nations began, the sufferings of the Blessed Virgin Mary continued. The first blow that filled her with pain was the fact that most Jewish people did not accept faith in Christ, while other barbaric nations were greatly drawn to it. Her sorrow was even deeper because it was the chosen people to whom God promised his protection, from whom the prophets and the patriarchs came, and from whose line the Savior took his body. Mary felt a different kind of pain due to her separation from her beloved son. She wished to gaze constantly upon his sweet face and see his glory in heaven. Because she greatly loved God, no created thing brought joy to her heart. We read in the Holy Scriptures, Hear a just cause, O Lord, attend to my cry, give ear to my prayer from lips free of deceit. That's from Psalm 17, verse 1. If that is what a prophet says, what could this woman have said who loved God most sincerely? The visits of the angels and her son could not quench the desire to see the glory of God in heaven, but deepened it. Instead, thus increasing the fire of love. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. We read in the book of Proverbs, chapter 13, verse 12. Therefore, she could repeat in greatest sincerity the words of the psalm, As a deer longs for flowing streams, so longs my soul for thee, O God. That's Psalm 42, verse 1. Although the Blessed Virgin Mary was in perfect agreement with the will of God, It does not mean that she did not suffer due to her parting from her beloved son. She was filled with pain, but also with joy, for she suffered out of the will of God. Perfect patience consists in enduring the sufferings and rejoicing in them at the same time, because we thus fulfill the will of the Eternal Father. Saint Sophronius urges us to imitate the example of the Blessed Virgin Mary's sorrow. I beg you if you have mercy in your hearts, to earnestly ponder the sorrows which filled the mother of God after the ascension of the Lord. Think about the ardent love and longing that filled Mary as she pondered all that had happened. I believe that the combined powers of all human minds and hearts would not be enough to comprehend the greatness of her love's flame and how she was permeated with mysteries of the Holy Spirit. Although she loved Jesus with her whole heart, soul, and all her might, yet her desire to see him in heaven grew stronger every day. That's from his writing on the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. In this last section of the chapter, Venerable Casimir speaks of Mary's courage and perseverance in the midst of her sorrow. The other apostles all ran away from Calvary only John remained with Mary and with the other women at the foot of the cross. Mary accepted her personal cross with love and patience. She knew that the most important task in life is to fulfill God's will. Mary was willing to take on any burden as long as God's will was fulfilled. The saints wrote of Mary's desire to suffer. We have to understand this. She didn't wish to suffer just for the sake of suffering in a masochistic type of way. Her love for souls was so great, she wanted to do whatever she could to save as many souls as possible. Like Jesus, she wants none to be lost. So the suffering became like a joy because of her intense love for us, that giving all that she could many mothers would gladly take on a suffering in order to save their children. God gave Mary a special grace to endure all of her sufferings at the foot of the cross. He strengthened her with courage. No doubt she had prayed beforehand asking for these graces. Casimir also reflects on Mary's sufferings after the Ascension. Many Jewish people did not accept Jesus as the Savior, the promised Messiah and surely this broke Mary's heart. Mary's separation from her son must have also been painful. She surely would have received the Eucharist in the early church in order to remain united with him. But Mary longed to gaze upon the face of her son once again and to see the glory of God in heaven. As Mary had been able to look at her son for so many years, and so surely the separation was a painful one. She wanted only to be reunited with him in heaven. Let us ask Mary to enkindle in our hearts this same desire. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God Kazmer Wysinski prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Casimir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send News about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kasmir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, 2. Prospect Hill Road. Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world.